Testing, testing, testing. Actually, I think we're good. It's been good, right? It's been good. All right, and I got the backup there. Yeah, we're right. fine. All we're right. good. We got Trust this. Us. It's been working. Yeah. All right, cool. All right. So today we have our lovely friend Deb. Deborah, what do you prefer for us to call you on the air? I think Deb's cool. Deb. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I always like give people three letter nicknames. For the, I'm surprised I don't call you Jen, honestly, Jenna. But yours is like five letters. So I feel like, like Jen is not Jenna. Yeah. Like you know, like Jen is Jennifer. It changes yeah, it's like different. the whole vibe. It does. Yeah, You're a Jenna. But most of the time, I give people three letter nicknames, so I always call you Deb. But always want to make sure you're comfortable you're with that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so. Um, so Deb here is our resident massage therapist. She has a space here at the House of Healing, and she does incredible work, I can tell you firsthand, because she's the only massage therapist that I'm going to at this point. Um, I know, Jenna, you've had some massages too, right? Yes, yeah. yes I have. I even got a massage for uh, for my partner as well, because you're so amazing. Like, yes, <laughs> so good. Um, what kind did you try? So I don't even know what it was called. Is was it the Thai massage? No, that's 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 it. my favorite. That's it. Okay. massage. <laughs> you received a Bianga massage, which is a form of Ayurvedic body work. Okay. It yeah. was so needed because you mentioned like postpartum and what what they do in India. Is that right? Yes. After you have a baby. Yes. Yeah. In India, traditionally, it's the women of the village will give the mother. Yeah. And I'll be on the massage like every single day. Is that like to the womb space? It's the like whole the stomach. body. Okay. It's the whole, the whole body. body. But okay. it does it does definitely address that. But it's just Oh, I wish I got that after I, I gave birth. Know. <laughs> That's why when Jenna had just given birth like a few months earlier. Yeah, I was right? like still nursing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, you need this because your body goes through such I mean, the whole experience yeah. of pregnancy and then the process of giving birth, it's like a very, like your body goes from one state to another state, like that when the body, like when the baby comes out. Yeah. It's a, it's not like it's, tra- it's a kind of traumatic effect on the body. Yeah. So the Abhyanga massage, like just it being so nurturing and grounding just has a way of like, you know, recentering yeah. yourself, grounding yourself. And I felt like fun. you reset me. Awesome. I love that. That was the, the best way. That's to so cool. It. Yeah. yeah. I've heard before, I don't know if you're familiar with this term of like bone setting after birth. Are you familiar with that? No, I want to look more into it, but I heard about it like after it was probably too late for me to do it. But it was like, I don't know if it's like kind of similar to a massage. I think it's like energetic too. And they like reset your pelvis. Kind oh, that of. sounds amazing. I know. So I was like, needed. I want that. <laughs> that's so neat after birth. Yeah. Yeah. So that's amazing that you did that. That's so cool. All right. So if I have another child, I'm coming to you right yes. away. Yes. Well, I think that's a fabulous <laughs> massage to get anytime. Yeah. It's my favorite massage to get. Is that the one with the hot oil or just that's separate? That's the one with the hot oil. Oh, I love I've had that one too. It's really good. Yeah. I want to do that one now because um, I don't know what time you guys are listening to this, but right now we're talking in like fall heading into winter. So I know you love giving it to people, especially with the seasons. Yes. And when it's cold out, the hot oils are so nice. So I think the next massage I get from you... It's going to be the hot oil. And also another thing about the season, not just what's going on actually outside with the weather and everything, but just the seasons that we're going into with the holidays. Yeah. Oh, true. It's so intense. It's so, it could be so chaotic for some. You're, you know, running around. It's, you know, you just kind of like can very easily throw yourself 
you know, out of whack mm -hmm. mentally. And the Abhyanga is just so grounding and centering that mm -hmm. it really can help balance the energy that we talk about this time of year, which is like the Vata energy. Yeah, that's like the chaotic wind energy and the hot oil just all of the elements of the abhyanga help balance yeah that energy that's so. what i need right now yeah mm -hmm. yes for those be... that i'm sorry no i was I... just gonna say i'm gonna set that up but we can do that at another time <laughs> we're like just as passionate about deb's work as she is yes oh i love it seriously um but for those that don't know what vata is yes. can you give us a little bit oh, yeah. more info on that sure well in the system of Ayurveda, which is really a very old system, like science that roots in India. Ayurveda actually is a Sanskrit word that the literal translation is um, the science of life. Oh, I didn't know that. So, so yeah, so it really, um, you know, in India, it's one of their forms of traditional medicine. Yeah. And it really looks at the body very holistically and it takes into account every aspect of your life. Yeah. Diet is very, very important mm -hmm. in Ayurveda. And what works for one doesn't work for all. Um, and so the very simple way it's divided up into like the doshas, mm -hmm. which vata is one of the doshas. So there's three doshas that we talk about, which is um, kapha, vata, and pitta. And it really, like those doshas affect everything, you know, have to do with everything, like the food we eat, the time of the day, yeah. you can break, you know, doshas down the time of the day, there's a certain dosha that correlates to each, you know, hour, um, the seasons, so it has a way, you know, so Ayurveda just looks at those doshas and how they are in each person's body, which is also very different from person to person, mm -hmm. and we aim to just bring all of those qualities within a person back into balance. So vata is kind of is like technically we'd say like Indian summer until like midwinter would be the time of year which is vata and if you take a look at what's going on outside like what are the qualities of this time of year? It's cold. Mm -hmm. It's dry. Mm -hmm. the, you, know, you get lots of like windy days, you know, those nights where it's so windy and then you wake up the next day and all the leaves are, mm -hmm. you know, On falling the off the trees. Yeah. And then you hear like the crunching, the brittle dryness of the leaves. Like, I that's love that sound. All, that's one of my favorite. Oh, it's such sounds. a great sound. <laughs> but also what's going on, yeah. you know, it's like if we have, so, you know, everybody has some of the doshas in them. Yeah. Some are more predominant than others in you know, in each of us. So if you have too much vata, like you could be naturally vata, then you go into this time of year where it's also naturally vata, mm -hmm. like the weather, and then everything that you're doing with the holidays could throw your vata out of whack even more, so then you get like, so vata overload. Mm, so people that are more of like one dosha don't necessarily thrive in the season of that dosha, is it better to no, be in a different you know one what? where you're kind of balancing it? You could do things to balance it. Okay, regardless. Regardless. If there's no, like, better season for one person or another. I mean, another. people will, like, based on a certain dosha, people may feel more alive. Yeah. You know, like, they may, like, connect with that yeah. season more. You know, like, people who are naturally very pitta, yeah. um, which is summer, and yeah. that has to do with, like, heat and fire. Um, some people that are very pitta 
may not really like intense heat because it just like yeah. is adding too much fire to their already fire. Yeah. So not that they can't, you know, they just need to know how to balance that. So like during that time of year, you should be eating more cooling foods mm. and, you know, massaging yourself with coconut oil, like anything that has like a cooling calming effect. Cool. Wow. Yeah, so it's really, I mean, the system of Ayurveda, it's so deep. And so, you know, it's yeah. like you could just go on and on and on. Mm-hmm. It's so fascinating. And, down, and I feel like my knowledge of it is just at the tip of what there really is to learn. I think you're modest about that. Yeah. <laughs> Very modest about that. But okay, we'll, we'll go with that. But yeah. um, I think you know a lot. And I'm like super fascinated by Ayurvedic science, medicine, um, whatever you want to call it, I exactly. guess. Exactly, yeah. But... Um, yeah, I know that there's so much more to you than that. Like, like her knowledge on that is amazing and, in my opinion, very thorough. But I know that you have so many other things you do. So, okay, so we know you do, you're very into the Ayurvedic massage, mm-hmm. and that's one of your massages. But we also briefly touched on the Thai, the massage, Thai massage, which is my yes. favorite. And yes. when you did that to me, I think it was the first time that you did it to me. I could have sworn. So when she does it, like to give you a visual, like she puts down this like big comfy floor mat. So you're not on like a typical massage table, you're on the floor. And basically Deb is like moving your body and stretching you in all these directions. And it feels incredible. I always feel like I say like five inches taller Mm -hmm. afterwards. Um, but the, uh, the first time you did it to me, it was like, it was summertime, I think. And we had like a fan going in the room. And so, and my eyes were closed the whole time because I wanted to just like get into the meditative state of it. And at one point I told you after the massage, I felt like I was in like a tent in Thailand. Yes. Like, like. It, it was amazing. And remember, I had that same, exa- like we compared yeah. notes because I felt yes. that as well. The same moment. And then we were like, was it when I was doing this? And you were like, yes. So I was like, oh my God, I felt that too. So literally we she creates a portal. Yeah. Like, and I'm not even the only person that said it because you told me I, recently yeah, about another, another client. Yeah, another client said, she's like, I was, tra- I was in the tropics when I was doing that massage. Incredible. Like, yeah. yeah. And so just to give a little bit more information about time massage, like it's called... They call it lazy man's yoga. Like yes. Because it's basically like having a, kind of like having like a yoga class done to your body for you. So you're like Sid said, like laying on the ground, basically on a futon mat to give you an idea of what the yeah. mat looks like. And it is, it involves a lot of muscle compression, lots of stretching. I'm using my elbow, my knees, my feet. Like I'm on, on top of your back, kneeling on you, stretching you. Yeah, it's um, incredible. It's inc- yeah, it is. It's incredible. And it's been way too long since I've received one of those myself. Uh, it must be um, hard to find somebody that does not, it. Yeah, it's hard. It in is hard. Yeah, it is. So, um, I mean, there are a lot of people that do it. Yeah. But um, I haven't found anybody in a very long time that um, I've, you know, felt comfortable receiving yeah. that from. Yeah. But... It's very intimate. It is intimate because I'm, like, so... Yeah. Up. <laughs> up in you. <laughs> on on, on you, you, really. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah. But it's like it just creates with all of the stretching and movements, it just it creates like so much space between the joints as well. So yeah. it's like people really feel very light after that massage because oh, yeah. it just like creates so much space. Yeah. Um, I feel so much taller every time I get oh, absolutely. one. I'm like 
I feel like, yeah, just like limber and just like, oh, it's hard to explain. Yeah, yeah unless you have it done, it's just wild. And when I'm going from like, you know, because I work, you know, on one leg and then I'll work on the other. After I work on one leg, I'll kind of like bring the legs together and, you know, touch at the ankle bones just to see. And the fur, the leg that I just finished working on is always, yeah. you can always just see like, oh yeah, you, you definitely gained like an inch. Wow, so there's that. a visible yeah. there's result. Yes, yeah. that's yeah. incredible. Talk, can you talk a little bit about like what it is because I feel like massage is not just massage anymore whereas I used to think it was right. just a massage like right. can you talk about the aspect of healing that you bring into it because I feel like you're a very magical human yes. being oh, and you. you add more that it's not just a massage like it's something right. that I feel like an experience with you people remember forever so like can you bridge that healing with the massage for us I mean I could try, but it's not, I mean, it's very intentional just based on my intention, but I don't know if I could really like quantify what I'm actually doing. Like, what does it mean you know, to you? It's, it's just to give a massage. It's just, I mean, to me, it's going, I mean, first of all, I find it just like such a beautiful thing that somebody's trusting me mm -hmm. in such like an intimate way to take them on, you know, a healing journey. Yeah. Um, and when you work with somebody on a regular basis, you get to see, you know, you get to witness that journey. And I find that such a beautiful and special thing that somebody entrusts me with that, right? Because it's very personal to them. Um, and for me, it's really just about setting so much intention with the person receiving that they are gonna get and receive whatever they are needing at that mm. moment um i i know that i i could feel that i put so much i mean you know it's like i you, as like healers i feel like we try to just like love everybody that we come in contact with unconditionally to the best that we can or to how you know that person wants or is, or is open to receiving right yeah. not everybody is open to receiving that you know for whatever reason they don't feel like they're worthy of it or whatever um and that's their journey um but i just really try to i don't know put it put everything in. i really do try to just put everything into it and even just by adding different elements like a you know like my traditional like Swedish slash deep tissue massage mm -hmm. that I do like I'll incorporate like aromatherapy into it or hot stones and like some sound healing at the end yeah. so I try to incorporate these different elements just to kind of amp up the experience but I think it mostly comes from just intention and connecting yeah, intention is so powerful. And it's so powerful. Yeah. And you are yeah. also like Reiki attuned too. And yes. Yeah. I, yeah. I've been a Reiki master since two thousand two. Yeah. So that's I mean, so that's been part of it's me in for you. so long that it's just something that, you know, it's just kind of it just there. flows through you like once you've been attuned, it's like you, you kinda can't help but like do that right. to kind and of you know everyone. you know that yeah. as well. Yeah, we're all Reiki. Yeah. We're all Reiki people here. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. I love that. And your body, like, stores, you know, events that happens to you, you know, heavier events. I'm trying to use the word event instead of, like, trauma, but your body right. holds yes. on to, to so much. 100%. Yeah. And, yeah, when you're getting work, whatever kind of work, whether it's Reiki or hypnosis or any of the work that we do, um, massage, it's sometimes it shakes loose and you have people that have like you know an emotional unwinding on the table 
which is a good thing. Yeah, just, you know, like a crying as, or something, like releasing. Yeah, lots of, I, there's a lot of people that, you know, maybe not cry, like I've had people definitely cry during the massage, Yeah. but after the massage when they get up and they're trying to just talk about the experience, oh. and they, they'll start crying. And, yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's so powerful. It's so neat. I mean, and we all know it's so needed. Absolutely. Right now, like in so many ways, everybody everybody needs love. Everybody mm-hmm. needs healing. And That's what the world needs now. Oh, the, yes. <laughs> Are yes. we going to go into song right now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's amazing though, Deb. I mean, the work you do is really, really powerful. And I know a lot of like what Jenna's kind of saying is like a lot of like the magic behind what you do is like the work you do in your own personal life. And so do you want to like share with us kind of like either your daily practices or even just like how you kind of like started on your spiritual journey. You, you choose which question sure. to answer. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one will lead to the other. Yeah, I think I it know. probably will. Um, I mean, so we'll start with my spirit, like how I started on this journey because that goes back at this point, guys, it's almost 30 years. That's incredible. Um, and you know, the big experience in my life that set me on this journey was yeah. experiencing the, you know, my mom dying. Mm-hmm. And it is like this February will be 30 years, which is wild. Yeah. Um, and obviously anybody who experiences like a traumatic loss like that makes them, you know, question everything. I mean, I was 18 years old. Like, I was young. So young. Yeah, I was very young at the time. I was in college, so it was like all about like me you know I was kind of very wrapped up in my life that I had like most 18 year olds like most 18 year olds exactly (laughs) all good no judgment on myself that's where I was in my life and it was all it was all great at the time I mean honestly it was such a great it was it was a great escape when I needed it because I could just like go back to my college life and just like be like woohoo but um you know it's like watching my mom go through you know just be sick and go through the treatment and all that and what that did to her it just made me start questioning you know there's got to be another way for us to heal and you know and for the body to heal itself and you know breast cancer 30 years ago was nowhere near what it is today you know um it was very different it wasn't even talked about Mm -hmm. there was no support group for her the way there is now um and, you know, modern medicine is a miracle, so I'm not trying to say, you know, like, argue with that at all. But just knowing that there was more to it than just that. So yeah. it kind of made me just start seeking out alternative ways of healing. And it really started, though, with me perusing the self-help <laughs> sections in the bookstore because healing has to begin with in ourselves, right, mm-hmm. before we could help others and I actually the first um the first book that I came upon that I bought was called Pieces Every Step by Thich Nhat Hanh the, mm-hmm. the Vietnamese Buddhist monk and that kind of that book kind of just like changed my life in so many ways the book itself and then also just how the book made other connections in my life which I'll get to but um you know his teachings were so so simple and so accessible you know, it was basically just like breathe in anger and breathe out love and, you know, mindful, taking mindful steps. And it was all very accessible for like an 18 year old whose mind was not, you know, didn't have yeah. so much spiritual knowledge at the point, you know. And that's like really what it should be, though, right? It, it should very be simple. much, it should be simple. It sh- exactly. It should be simple. So, 
you know, I read that book and then it's like as I went on in my life from then on it just kind of I just started being a little bit more like taking time for myself like when I knew I was getting overwhelmed I was okay removing myself from say like a social situation and mm-hmm. I'd be like I'm just gonna leave and I'm just gonna go home and I'm just gonna sit with myself yeah you know and it kind of started you know it started slowly like that and then it basically what happened is I found um, a yoga studio which at the time like this is 1996 you know I was 18 years old like I, I don't even know if I knew what a yoga I don't even know if I knew what a yoga studio was like I was just like I don't know this place this center that I'm gonna go to you know and um, that I took and there I took like a class it was called like whole health 101 and it was basically like a six-week workshop where every week I was introduced to a new form a new modality of healing and we did everything like did yoga art therapy and then one week a Reiki master came in and talked about Reiki and it was just like like she started talking about her story and I was just like something just like like yes please 100% (laughs) I was like this is what I've been, this is what I've been looking for. You know, this seems like this is what I've been searching for. Um, and you know, this happened, this is kind of like my senior year of college when I actually, when this happened. So I'm already like, this is already fast forward a few years later and, um, you know, started reading books about Reiki, which then led me to reading books about crystal healing. It's kind of like, you know, you start the journey and it never ends, right? (laughs) Like I'm still, I'm still like signing up for classes whenever I can. Um, but anyway, then I graduated college and then I kind of, you know, back then it was like you graduated college and you got like a job in the city and you did like the whole kind of corporate thing. And I did that for a while and that was a blast. That was a great experience, but it wasn't fulfilling me. It did not fulfill my soul the way I was searching for something to fill my soul. Yeah. And even my boss knew it when I finally quit, like after working there for like five or six years, he had said to me, he's like, I knew this was, you're not passionate he's like you go you know you go do you you go you know and I left and went and just worked like as a receptionist in a spa just because I wanted I was like okay this is the direction I want to go let me just this is my way in I wasn't like Mm -hmm. actually even you know at that point I actually had done some Reiki trainings I did do my Reiki trainings at that point um but I was still, you know, just trying to figure it out. So I worked at this spa as a, you know, as a receptionist. I did, re- you know, I did do some Reiki sessions there. Um, and then, like, just meeting, after meeting some massage therapists and kind of, like, I wanted to know, like, are they, you know, are they into this work in the same way I am, you know? Mm-hmm. Or you never know, like, what people's intention for getting into yeah. this work is. You know, some people it might be, like, well, it's a job. I don't know. You know, I don't know. Um, but after meeting some really amazing people, I was like, you know, this is this is kind of this. I'm, you know, so this you, is the path I want to take. So you felt they were in it for the right reasons. Yes, one hundred percent. People, absolutely, awesome. absolutely. Yeah. Um, and at that point, I kind of enrolled myself full time in massage school. 
Cool. Yeah, and I mean, and I've never thought for a second since then that that was not what I was meant That's to amazing. do. I love that. And that was like you 2002? Know, that was 2005, 2005, actually, when I finally went to massage wow. school. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's never, yeah, I've never regretted so yeah, you're it. You're coming for... up on 30 years, right? Wait, no, 20, no, 20 years. 20 years of that, but 30 years, years since you started your spiritual awakening. Yes. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. That's that's impressive. Yeah. So yeah. and it's you know like I said I'm still you know I'm still alive, right we never get off. No. We never get never off. Ending. It. Never ending. Never <laughs> ending. Now I'm like okay now I wanna you know do bio you know like tuning forks like I'm like that's my that's my Ooh. thing I'm really into right now. I yeah. Start to like integrating more sound that. healing. Yeah. That's I cool. Love, I love sound. I mean sound healing is amazing. It really is. Yeah. So oh, I so cool. at the end of each you know each massage like I'll. I'll you know, I'll play like a singing bowl for yeah. a few minutes just as a way to kind of like seal out the session and bring them back a little bit. Bring them back a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's so cool. Yeah, you just have so much knowledge. It's incredible. And when you hear Deb speak about like the human body too, she's just got like so much knowledge of like the muscles and everything. Yeah, well, Can you speak so about that a little bit? Like how school was in terms of like learning all that? Because yeah. You know so much. I mean, well, I will say that you know, massage school is—it's a very you know—it's it's a pretty intense um, education. Like I couldn't believe how much training I got, just like in anatomy and physiology and like yeah. every layer of it. And it was funny because. I remember, like, thinking, you know, I'm learning, this is all science. And, you know, when I in school, I hated science. I was like, oh, oh really? Yeah, like, I wanted to be a marine biologist. I wanted to be a marine biologist when I was younger. But then when I was like, oh, this is science-related? Never yeah. mind, forget that. But um, you do a lot. I mean, you do every. I mean, you learn all about the blood and obviously the muscles and the bones and the anatomy and diseases and it's really you really do learn a lot and you think about it I mean you are I mean you're touching somebody's body yeah you know like you really are you really do need to know what you're doing yeah you know but um anyway so what I was trying to starting to say before is you know it was so science-based you know like learning you know the actual physics you know the body but it's like the more I learned, the more I felt like, oh yeah, there is a greater force here because yeah. the human body is such a freaking miracle. It is a miracle. You know, like, I was just like, how does this function? You know, when you learn about like down to the smallest part of how the body works, yeah. you're like, it is an absolute miracle. We're like walking miracles. 100%. Like the fact that we just can keep breathing and existing every day. Like everything, everything has to work in tandem. how breathing, you know, just yeah. like breathing. Everything that needs to happen perfectly to make breathing yeah. happen. You're like, how? that's incredible. Yeah. Life is such a gift and I think we take it for granted so much. Um, but just like, I mean, there's so many, I always like to think like, like to zoom out even further and be like, how incredible is it that like our planet is the exact distance from the sun that it needs to be for ex us to exist. Absolutely. How incredible is it that like hundreds, if not thousands of people had to mate with just the right person for us to exist. And then like going on the level that you're at, it's like, and the fact that all of our cells continue to function every day, right, exactly. you know, it's, it's amazing, it's, it is, you yeah, know? And yeah. so like, 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's so important to care for our bodies because they are such a masterpiece. And I think it's so interesting that our first guest, we talked about the human body a lot and like the fit, we're starting with the ground, right? Yes, like grounding yes. into our physicality. And so now today too, we're talking about like the body and how important it is because this is a spiritual podcast, right? But if we ignore our bodies, I mean, how are we ever going to like live the spiritual well, life that right. we want to, you know, right. like in, in this life, what we're here to do is like take care of our physical forms, you know, we can't neglect it. And our bodies are literally made of the same elements that the earth yeah. is made of. So it is a very nice foundation. I yeah. feel like that yeah. spirit is leading us. Yeah, <laughs> it's just working out like that, but I love it. So, um, do you have any like advice that you would give to the listeners for like how to better take care of themselves? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, well, regular massages. Yes. I mean, because really, I mean, one of my, you know, one of my teachers, he says that regular massage keeps you young. Yeah. Because it keeps the circulation going. It keeps your muscle tissue pliable. And, you know, when we're not, and, you know, movement also, like physical activity is so important because, you know, if you become sedentary, your body starts to like actually shut down and that's when you start to feel like all the creaks and the crunching you know all of that stuff it's basically your body not forming you know not performing and that's when you know disease and whatever could start to set in so i mean and actually bob hope this also my teacher shared this information with me bob hope received a massage every single day yeah for 60 years and at and I forget, I don't know how old he is I think he lived to like 99 or that's incredible years old. yeah and his massage therapist said that his muscle tissue was like that of a baby oh my god because gosh. he received massage so regularly so it really does help I mean and not just in the physical sense but in the mental emotional spiritual sense massage because first of all you're you know, because when we're in the world, like we could be, our minds could just be so focused on the external. But when you get massage, it kind of, you know, it brings your awareness back to like what's going on in your body. So it's bringing your awareness back to yourself. Yeah. Which is so important because I think so many of us lose sight of that the most yeah. with everything that just, you know, our lives you know make us focus on yeah you know so just taking time to focus on yourself do things for yourself self-care is so important absolutely yeah and I, I think too like grounding into your body is so important when we get lost in like our negative thought negative patterns or just like worrying about things that are not even in our own personal lives but like out there in the world it's like yeah we deserve to like take care of ourselves and it's so important yeah it's good it advice. Is, it is, yeah, yeah, it is so important. I mean, and it's, you know, I am in no, you know, no person to be talking about, like, diet and stuff, but obviously everybody knows about, you know, yeah, taking care of yourself with the food we eat. I mean, food is medicine. Absolutely. You know, so it's uh, eating right, anti-inflammatory foods and that yeah. stuff and regular massage and physical movement and mindful practices as well so important even if it's five minutes a day because to the thought of like oh I'm going to meditate sounds so daunting and it's so easy to put off because you're like who has time for that but you don't need that much time to make a huge difference and And that's kind of what I was wondering too like for people that do struggle with meditation Mm -hmm. or 
I don't know, they feel like they don't have time for meditation, but I, I find that they will schedule something like getting their nails done or maybe getting a massage. Yes, absolutely. And it, from what you're saying, massage puts you in that meditative state. Is that right? It does. Yeah, does it do it to everyone? I was going to say. Because I know it does for me. I mean, there's so many people. I mean, and that is, and you obviously, you know, we all work with people. We know we can pick up on what's going on with somebody when we're working on them. What you could tell, like, they're not here right now. Their mind is so focused on everything else. It's like, I can instantly tell just by when somebody's laying on the table, just like how their hands are. Like, when they're laying on the table, I'm like, all right, their hands are tense you know like I can see yeah. like they're not like yeah. so when they're like that I'm like they're way too up here and they're uh, not even feeling what's happening right now yeah so I'd like to think that massage does do that for everybody but I mean some people I think it maybe might take them a little longer to get there you know so it's like do those like are three-hour massage I was gonna say that person <laughs> needs an hour and a half massage <laughs> not an hour massage and people you know people know they, they know themselves, you know, so that's why people are like, oh, no, I need 90 minutes because it takes me the first hour to just even, like, relax. relax. Yeah. You know, so when somebody's hand is like that, like, I'll always just do, like, a, like I'll just, like, place my hand just to, like, and again, it's, yeah. their, their mind's probably somewhere else. Just that is like, oh, you know, yeah, it's just like touching their just hand. Touching, just, like, to bring the awareness, like, we're here now. Yeah, <laughs> you know, absolutely. And I can say that I, she's probably done that to me on the table before. So if you if you're hearing this and you're like, I'm that person, just no, know that like sometimes not, I am such too. A, I feel like I've totally done that. You're such a good receiver of massage. <laughs> really? Yes. Oh, no. I don't know. I don't know. I help a lot though. You do. <laughs> you do help a lot. Because when she does Thai massage, which by the way, I wanted to say this earlier because I feel like this is an important fact. During during Thai massage, you're clothed. I feel like that's important that we mention that. Yes. Because I realized after we were talking about it, I was like, are they imagining that they're fully naked while this is happening? Oh, that's a good thing, yes. Because to you and I, it's obvious. But, like, maybe to the listeners, it's not. But, yeah, when she does the Thai massage to me, you have to be limber and loose for, like, for it to work. And there'll be times where I, like, want to help her move my leg. And she's like, no, no, relax. (laughs) Well, because if you're helping, you're contracting the muscle that I'm trying to stretch. Exactly. So, yeah. But... I will say, I don't want, like, the listeners to think, like, they need to be limber to get a time massage. No. Because you could very well be the most unflexible person and still get, still yes. get a time massage. Yes. Actually, this probably will be the best type of massage for you. Probably would feel the best. Yeah. 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 It's definitely good for any, like, tight muscles and things. But what's your favorite massage to give somebody? Uh, the Avianga massage. The Avianga. The massage. Yeah. 100%. Because yeah. it's... So, and I, and I think this is what people feel also, is it's so fluid. Mm. It's, it's like a dance. It's beautiful. And so, and I find it beautiful to give, yeah. you know? And so it's just like, I feel like the energy exchange in that massage, I just, I feel the most connected to yeah. that work. So I, that is 100% hands down my favorite massage to give. Wow. I, so I cool. feel like the person gets off the table and I'm like, I, I feel kind of just as good as you do right now. <laughs> you know? I mean, maybe not as good yeah. because I don't have like all that warm oil all over my body, but then I'll be like, give me a hug. Yeah. And then I do get some of that oil. Do you think it's cause um, you're like, you're like kind of creating like a circuit of energy between the two of you. So you're feeling their joy and their bliss and their relaxation. 100% that's part of it. Yeah. I also think that I'm also tapping into the state. Like I find it to be such a sacred yeah treatment yeah. to 
to be receiving and I've really and it's so you know it's like thousands of years old yeah. so I feel like whenever I'm giving it like I'm connecting to that to the roots Ooh, of that's that massage. I got chills. Yeah, so it's like I just I feel it every time I'm getting yeah. a massage, and that's why you know, like I'll do like a little like I'll chant like some mantra at the beginning of yeah. it and seal it with a little mantra because it's just it puts you right into that like okay, this yeah. is some powerful shit. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I left my body during that treatment for yeah. sure. Yeah, and it was like sacred. I will say yeah. it's incredible. And, you have to get that I want again. one so bad. Yeah. I'm like listening to you and my mouth is like salivating. Yeah, and it's kind of like this cold, my soul cool salivating. Day. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, I need it. I'm hearing you. And well, she just talks about it so passionately. And I'm sure you guys can hear it on the podcast. But when you like are in the presence of her, she's like glowing talking about it. So it's, it's definitely her passion. And um, it's just awesome to hear you talk about it. So of course I want to receive that. Yes. Make you feel good too yeah. in the process. Oh, you're like, I'm doing it for you, Dad. <laughs> Give me this massage. It's for you. Yeah. yeah. It's my gift to you. You get to give me this massage. If anybody doesn't have access to a massage for whatever oh, reason, is there any advice that you can give the listeners on like a self massage? I was actually just gonna yeah. I was just gonna talk about that specifically even with the Abiyanga. Part of the daily self-care in the Abiyanga, like there's many different practices you could do in the morning, but a daily self-oil massage mm. is one of them. So um, it's really, I mean, you could just do it, take five minutes again, like before you get in the shower and you could give yourself an oil massage. And it's a very simple massage where you do like circular motions like around the joints and then you do like long upward strokes on the bones and you kind of address all the areas of your body. And when I do it, like I, you know, I'll have like some nice, music playing like kind of make it like a little bit of a spiritual practice so and that is very much a part of I think like daily self-practice is doing that type of massage I mean there's lots of videos and you know you can very easily look up like how to give yourself like an abhyanga massage Um, and it's a really beautiful thing and it's funny an old friend of mine and I used to joke with each other that like the difference between a good day and a bad day is did we do our daily Abiyanga massage. So you do that every day? I, I will say it's a little harder in my current yeah. <laughs> life to do that every day. With the kids. With having three yeah. kids. But I do try. I mean, you could, I mean, like, I'll do it at nighttime also. Yeah, you just find time, yeah, you right? you just find the time to do yeah. it. Yeah. Exactly. So if you, like, you, if you can't do it in the morning, you'll try your best to find time Absolutely. at night. And Absolutely. I think that's good for people to hear that because routines are great. But we also deserve to have that care whenever we can find time. Yes, and so. not be too hard on ourselves when we can't do it because yeah. we just have to, you know, be able to understand that the ebbs and flows of life and be okay with where we are at that moment, yeah. you know. And then you just do it the next but, day. And then you do it the next day or whenever you can. Yeah, whenever you get yeah, a chance. But it's like a daily self, yeah, daily self Abiyanga massage is a really beautiful practice that you could do for yourself. Does it matter what type of oil? Ooh. It does matter what type of oil. It matters, and that has to do with the dosha, you know, your dosha or like what. And so a lot of times, you know, when we talk about the dosha, you know, when we talk about the doshas, you're talking about like 
everybody has like their own personal doshas, but there's also, you might, we are kind of addressing like what's currently out of balance. Mm. I mean, so like I said, a lot of people are probably dealing with like excess Vata energy right now. Wow. And oils that are good for that because it's light and dry and cold. We want to choose more like warming oils. So like sesame oil is a really good oil to use this time of year because it's just like a heavier warmer oil um somebody who's dealing with like a lot of excess heat or excess pitta like they're feeling very fiery they're feeling very agitated feeling you know emotions like jealous and anger or they're dealing with like ibs or something um a lighter cooler oil like coconut oil Mm -hmm. would be like a good option um, and then somebody who's kapha, like kapha is, uh, is like very heavy as well, but it's also, um, it's heavy, but it's also cold, but you don't want to use, so you don't want to use coconut oil, even though, cause you're looking for something lighter to balance the heaviness, but coconut oil also has the cooling aspect. So you don't want to cool kapha, mm-hmm. you know, you want to like warm it as well. So something like sunflower oil or something like that would be good for somebody with kapha would be one of the oils that I would say would be good. Wow. So, yeah, so, I mean, when it comes to Ayurveda, there's so, like I said, there's so much out there. Um, Banyan Botanicals is a really, like, they are, like, like the premier distributor. Of, For oil. Um, just all Ayurvedic supplements, oils, resources. So, on their website, they even have, like, a PDF you can print up on how to give yourself a sort of oil massage. Or they have, like, YouTube tutorials also Deepak Chopra is very you know does does a lot with Ayurveda and you could go and I believe on his website he has like there's a quiz you take so you can figure out what your dosha is what your primary dosha is. I was gonna ask you if you have like a good suggestion for people to find that out so I mean there's tons of quizzes and some of them are can be so in-depth and some of them are not you know but you want to take to find so there's okay so like to get back to the doshas, there's like what you're current, like there's a dosha that you're born with and that's like kind of stays consistent throughout your life. Do you want to like use me as an example? Is that helpful? Sure. To go through it? Well, yeah, absolutely. Okay. I mean, you, your primary dosha is definitely pitta. Everybody tells me that. That's why I was like, go yeah, for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, and there's always, there's balanced and imbalanced states of each dosha, right? Yeah. So you like the fact that you are an entrepreneur. Yeah. Like, Pitta people are kind of like the leaders. Yeah. But when you think about like the leaders of the world, they're also like a bunch of hotheads and, you know, egomaniacs and control freaks. That's the imbalance side. Yeah. You know, so there's... I, I gotta two, check that. Always check that. You always... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you're also like all of your great qualities are yeah. because you're Pitta. Yeah. Well, you I also... Like, I have a father who's also Pitta, who's a business mm-hmm. owner, and he's just as, like, sweet as I am, where it, the, the ego doesn't come out. So I so learned that balanced. from him. Exactly. The he's, way he's balanced himself is the way I have. But if I had a different parent or... Who knows? I mean, you never know. Maybe I would be more, like, hot-headed and more... 100%. Or yeah. just your daily... Or your, you know, just the life you live. You yeah. Know, you choose to live your life. And... This obviously, like listeners, can hear your voice. Like you have, like a very, like you're, like I don't want to say sharp, but you know how it's like 
very yeah it's strong it's obvious strong. yes that's a pitta quality yeah and then when we take a look at jenna and now you say something jenna yeah no i know i'm, I'm kapha is that yes right? and like so her voice like this very melodic just yeah. sweet voice great for is. hypnotizing people oh absolutely <laughs> um that's a kapha quality yeah um, so that, yeah, so that's how you can say, I mean, you, you know, there's, it's like the skin, like when, as soon as I touch somebody's skin, like Jenna has, it's like this I'm kind soft. of like soft, yeah. <laughs> squishy. but it's not squishy, but it's just like this very soft, but like not dry, you know, it's like kind of like got like good, you know, yeah. that is a cop of quality and it's so funny. Like as soon as I start to work on somebody, I can tell wow. their dosha, just, I look at their skin, like somebody who gets like red cheeks that ruddy complexion that's pitta that's me the blushing blushing girl all the time so i'm sorry i kind of cut you off you were saying there's there's the one we're born with which you're saying she is sort of born as kapha and i'm correct i mean and it's usually there's two so you know usually like kapha pitta or pitta vata you know there's usually like two predominant ones um and then there's your current state which is like you know is constant is always changing yeah yeah and so uh, you know with Ayurveda that we want to we usually kind of address like what's going on with you currently Mm -hmm. you know because that's like your current state so it's you know we're not going to be like well you're pizza but you're telling me you're so lethargic and depressed in this like that's more like a cuff and that would be like like, your cuff is out of balance right right now now. I'm sort of trying to balance my seasonal depression so like for me even though I'm pitta like I feel low energy right now that is a cuff imbalance so that's cuff yeah okay so that's so interesting interesting to like look at life that way yeah. you know so like what would you recommend then for somebody that's dealing with sort of seasonal depression that's normally yeah. more well, energetic I would say you should be getting up before 6 a.m and going to bed before I knew 10 you were gonna say that I did go to bed before 10 p.m nice. last night okay. but I did not wake up as early so because what happens how I don't know if you remember I said earlier like when you with Ayurveda it's like the times of the day even have a yeah. dosha and 6 a.m is kind of like the kapha time yeah so if you don't get up before 6 a.m like kapha how you're saying is like yeah. that lethargic more like homebody type if you don't get up it's like all of a sudden you're naturally going to be more lethargic because it's you're trying to yeah. get up when your body's in that kapha time so getting up before 6 a.m like 5 30 yeah, yeah okay 45 okay you know like so i would say that also movement yeah you know so um a lot of like good physical activity you know when i so kapha is more like late winter spring yeah which when you think about kapha how i was saying the qualities of kapha are more like damp cold heavy yeah if you think of a season that would be damp cold and heavy when would that be it would be like, like yeah. when the when the snow is melting yeah. and it's like everything's kind of damp but it's still cold and it just and I always noticed before I knew anything about Ayurveda like I always feel like I would gain weight mm. in you know like that time period and cough you know like getting heavier and weight gain is associated with kapha imbalance Hmm. um so i remember it was like years ago i was like i and you know seasonal affect disorder depression all of that stuff is kapha and i'm like years ago i was like i'm gonna start jogging in january so that by the time kapha season comes around i am so fit i'm not gonna let kapha get the best of me this year and it worked you know so it's like just kind of like keeping your body active yeah 
Um, so you're always like, you know, like increases like. So if you're in kapha season and you're not moving and you're, you know, you're going to increase kapha. Totally. So you want to do things opposite to help balance it out. Yeah. Good. I'm already working on that, so that's good. Good for you. Definitely working on that. Yeah. Always, always working on the coping mechanism. Yeah. So. <laughs> I know. It's, it's like that's that's part of the thing with like being so aware is sometimes it's, it's like a blessing and a curse. It's, a blessing and a curse. <laughs> it's like I know what I need to do. Right. Now I just gotta do it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes it's like oh, ignorance is such bliss. Sometimes. sometimes it is. <laughs> Absolutely. So how can people connect with you? What's the best way? Sure. Well, people could reach, uh, contact me through my website. So the name of my business is Shanti Massage. And my website is ShantiMassageNJ for New Jersey.com. And that would probably be the best way. I would say I'm not the most social media. That's okay. She's busy. Just book so. with her. Just get in. And you can book online, which... I've always done because I just find, you know, the amount of people I know will be like, you know, people that are like laying in bed or like, oh my God, I want to get a massage. Yeah. But I, and then to, and then if they can't do it right then and there, yeah. it's like tomorrow comes and then they forget They're about busy it. at work. and People are busy. Yeah. So I'm like, so to be able to book online and be able to book Any it hour of the at day. the moment, yeah, that it comes to your mind. You know, like, I will wake up in the morning and I'll see, like, an appointment was booked. I'm like, oh, wow, this person booked at 1.30 a.m. They're having you a know, tough because night. Because they're having they, a tough night. Or maybe, yeah. you know, it's they're just back like that. They're, they're ba- exactly. Like they can't asleep. sleep because yeah. they're back hurts. And they're like, oh, let me try to make an appointment. So I find that that's probably the best way. Yeah. Um, and we'll leave all that in the description, too. Yeah. Yeah. Great. And you can also find her on the on crystalsofcourts.com under our, um, like, in-house services. Um, her website is linked on there, too. So if that's easier, you can also find her link there. And one more question that we have to ask you, Sure. Yes. What message is it that you want to share with the listeners or even with the world? Oh, my gosh. With the world. Um, (laughs) No, I honestly love each other. Mm -hmm. I mean, be kind to yourself. Be kind to your other, you know, be kind to others. Honestly, that's all... That is like this. That is how what I'm feeling so much yeah. right now, mm-hmm. and never, you know, never let them a moment pass you by where you don't tell somebody what they mean to you. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like connection is so important. Love you, Dad. I have to squeeze oh, in. So Can sweet. we be like <laughs> all group hug? I love yes. you, Dad. Glad you're here. Oh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It, yeah. I don't, it's just honestly, it's just like right now. That's just In how I'm feeling yeah. so strong. I mean, it's like, and me and my husband talk about that so much lately. Right now, just even like with our kids, it's like we are just soaking up every moment. Yeah. You know, enjoying it, our time together as a family, our time with friends, and just you know, trying to put some good out in the world. Yeah. You know. Love it. Thank yeah. you so much. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thanks, thanks for, for coming sharing. on. Yes, all your knowledge, yeah. all your wisdom, all your experience. Oh, Incredible. Thanks for having yeah. me. This was fun. <laughs> if, so one last question. Yes. If people, do you do like Aravita coaching?